Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. This man had allowed evil spirits to take complete control of his life. See, we have to be careful because we can open up doors for the enemy, the devil, to come in by things that we choose to indulge in. Sometimes it can be a, a person that you're hanging around and by hanging around that person and indulging in something that is not God for you, you can open doors for the enemy to come into your life. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. It's good to be with you again on the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Reverend James Richardson, and I'm here tonight, and I'm, I'm just excited to be with you to share the Word of God. I hope you have your hearts ready to receive from the Word of the Lord tonight. God has a word in the house for you that will change your life. The word of the Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. So I'm here tonight to share the word of God with you. And so I want you to go ahead and get ready and just get ready to jump on in with me for this word. And so um, tonight. I want to open up in a word of prayer. And then after that, we're going to go ahead and get started. So here, so Lord, right now, we just thank you for this time that we're going to spend with you, God. We pray, God, that your word would bring revelation. It will bring change. Father God, it will bring newness. It will bring restoration in the lives of those that, that hear it tonight, God. We give glory and honor and praise to you. Holy Spirit, right now, you are the teacher. I am the vessel, so let me, in, let me decrease and may you increase as I share from your word, word at this very moment in Jesus' name, amen. All right, and so I want to share with you, I'm going to be doing a series, and this series is, is a mandate that God, I feel like God has just put on me. I, I felt the spirit of God and, and just, just kind of pulling me into this to share in this. This series is called The New Man, The New Man. And so tonight I'm going to be sharing from this from the uh, title, come out of the man, come out of the man. And we're going to be looking at scripture. If you have your Bibles from the book of Mark, uh, chapter five, starting with verse three. And let me say this, though, this, the foundational scripture that I'm going to be using for the series, The New Man, is from 2 Corinthians 517. And it says this. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And so that's going to be our foundational scripture for the new man series. But here in Mark chapter five and verse three, we're going to we're going to read here. It says this. It says, so they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of the Gerasenes. When when Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. 
No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, he wandered among the burial caves and in the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. And we're going to stop right there. And like I said, we're going to be speaking from the subject, come out of the man. Here is this man who dwelled in the graveyard. This man was dwelling in the graveyard, burial caves, where he was in a place where the dead lived. The dead were there in, these, in this place. Dead things were all around him. Now listen, the Bible doesn't tell us how he got in this state, but here he is stuck in a dead place in his life. The Bible says he couldn't be restrained with chains. He was out of his mind, out of control. People would try to restrain him with shackles and chains, but he, the Bible says he broke them every time. He was out of control, he couldn't be restrained. Now listen, this story sounds crazy, but this could be any of us. As a matter of fact, this has been some of us. No one can restrain you. You won't listen to anyone that's trying to help you. People have been telling you your whole life, you need to make some changes. You need to make some better choices. See, what happens is, when a person is put into chains and shackles, it, rem it reminded me of jail. They put, chain, they put chains and shackles on your feet and on your hands. And the reason they do this is because they're trying to protect others from you, but they're also trying to protect you from yourself. See, this man was in a place where he was, they, they tried to restrain him. They put shackles on him. They put chains on him because he was cutting himself. He was in a bad place. And but what kept happening, but what happens is when you have those shackles and chains on you, he kept breaking away from them because, see, there was something that was possessing him. And that's what was going on. He was possessed. Now, what, what, what is the definition of possessed? It means to be influenced or controlled by something such as an evil spirit, a passion or an idea. It also means to be mad and crazed. This man had allowed evil spirits to take complete control of his life. See, we have to be careful because we can open up doors for the enemy, the devil, to come in by things that we choose to indulge in. Sometimes it can be a, a person that you're hanging around. And by hanging around that person and indulging in something that is not God for you, you can open doors for the enemy to come into your life. And apparently, some way, somehow, that's what had happened to this man. The Bible says he was a wanderer. He was howling. He was cutting himself. He was, this man apparently was in a lot of pain, and he didn't know how to get free. The Lord has shown me that there are a lot of men that are in pain. They're in a lot of great pain. They're in a lot of bondage. You see, sometimes we as men, when we're in pain, we don't want anybody to know, so we hide. We smile in public, but we howl at night. 
We stay busy. We have sleepless nights. We're constantly talking down about ourselves. See, the, this man was physically cutting himself, but we can, we can cut ourselves by, by speaking negatively about ourselves. Every time we say something, it's a cut to us. We're cutting ourselves. And so that's what can happen when you're, when you're in a depressed state or when you're going through some things like this man. He was in a, in a, in a, in a dark place. He was in a dead place. He was living in burial camp and he was out of control and, and so what can happen is the Bible says that he could not be restrained and he was out of control the question is today that I want to ask you what is possessing you is it sexual sin is it some kind of drug meth is it pills is it control some people like to control other people and they're possessed with controlling other people is it food? Is it power? Is it lies? Is it money? Is it negative words? See, so, so you can be consumed. You know, you can be consumed with just negative talking. Every time, you know, you know there are people that you can hang around, and every time you're around them, all they do is talk negative. You, you can say the sun is shining. Well, yeah, it's shining, but, you know, tomorrow it's going to rain. You know, it don't matter what you say. You know, well, I just got paid. Well, you know, you got to pay all your bills. It don't matter what you say. They always find something negative to say because they're possessed with being negative. And so we have to be careful who we hang around. And so whatever it is, that, 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 thing, that, that thing that you're possessed with, it can, it can take complete control of you. The Bible says that this man had an evil spirit that was governing his life. Another word for evil spirit is unclean. He was unclean because of the things that he was connected to. And so he was hanging around in dead places because he was unclean. He was all alone and there seemed to be no hope for him. It seemed that way. Do you feel like that today? Are you in pain because of bad choices or because someone wounded you? Somewhere along the way in life, this man was wounded. Somebody wounded him. It could have been a, a leader. It could have been on his job. It could have been a parent. It could have been somewhere along the life this man got wounded. And that happens to a lot of us. We, 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 when we're born into this world, we're born, you know, innocent and free. And we, and, and we, and we have a, such an innocence about us. But what happens over time as we meet different people and go through different experiences and somebody does something to, to, to disappoint us, a father or a mother or a grandmother or some type of friend or somebody or a relationship they were in, some way, somehow we get wounded. And, and, and when we get wounded, it, it can, if we don't get healed from it, if we don't recover from it, it can take us into a dark place. And I believe that some way, we don't know how, that's what had happened to this man. So what happens is, you know, many times after time passes by, we can be disappointed over and over and over again. One disappointment happens and we say, oh, I can't believe that happened to me. And then another disappointment and then it becomes overwhelming. And then you say, man, where is God in all of this? Why do I keep getting hurt? Why do I keep making bad choices? You're like this man. You're in a dead place. But my friend, God wants to do something in your life. And so Jesus came along right at the right time. This man had become one with these unclean spirits. 
How do we know this? How do we know that he was one with these unclean spirits? Well, let's read on in Mark chapter 5, and, uh, starting at verse 6. This is what it says. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. The, man, the Bible says the man ran to meet him. But listen. And then, it, and then it says, with a shriek, he screamed, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, the son of the most high God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the spirit, come out of the man, you evil spirit. So in one instance, you hear that the man ran and bowed before Jesus. But then in another instance, you see that Jesus is speaking to the spirit. And he says to the spirit, come out of the man. Then Jesus demanded, what is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. This, ha this man had many spirits governing his life and there seemed that there was going to be no hope for him but you can see the thing that was so powerful about this though is that even when Jesus was a distance away he already had begun to speak to that spirit governing that man's life he, he was far away but before he even got close to the man he had already commanded the spirit to come out of the man and so it may seem like in your life right now that you are in bondage, but in, and it seems like Jesus is nowhere around, but he doesn't have to be close for you to be free. He can be a distance away and begin to speak on your behalf and say, come out of the man, come out of the woman. He had commanded that spirit to come out of that man. Even though this man is possessed, he still recognized Jesus. He ran down and bowed down, but then the spirit started speaking. So he was, he was in a tug of war, and that's what happens sometimes when you're possessed by things, when things have taken over your life, when things are out of control in your life. One day you're here, the next day you're there. You're fighting for your, whole, you're fighting for your very life because something has come into you and taken control of your life. The man had sense enough to bow down. But then the spirit started speaking through him and said, what, have, what do you want with us? Why have you come to torture me? And so you may feel like the Lord is far away from you but because of your issues, but he's ready to deal with your issues. He's sending a word your way. The Lord is sending. In the scripture, it says that he's sending, that he came. That the spirit said, you came to interfere with me. And I, I, I looked at that word interfere. And I want you to know he's sending interference your way. What is interference? In sports, it's defined as the illegal hindering of an opponent, uh, of an opponent, the legal blocking of an opponent in football to make a way for the ball carrier. So interference is when, when uh, there, it's a legal hindering of your opponent to make a way for you. So Jesus had come to bring interference in this man's life, and he's coming to bring interference in your life. See, he's going to block that enemy. He's going to block that thing that has taken possession of you so he can make a way for you. That's what interference, that's why those demons begin to scream, because they knew that Jesus was coming to bring interference for this man. He, they knew this man was in a dead place. This man was cutting himself. This man was howling. This man was sp spinning all time to time, wandering around, didn't have any direction.
direction, didn't have any vision, didn't know who he was. But here comes Jesus walking along and he begins to speak. See, all it takes is a word out of the mouth of the Lord on your behalf. And when he begins to speak on your behalf, it doesn't matter how long you've been bound. It doesn't matter how long you've been possessed. It doesn't matter how long you've been lost. All he has to do is speak a word. And when he begins to speak that word, your situation will begin to change. Those devils and those demons will, will have, they have to let go. They have to let go. Jesus is coming into your situation to render into interference. He's blocking your opponent to make a way for you. He wants you to be free from bondage, my friend. It's time for you to come out of the burial caves. You've been in that dead place for long enough. Listen, you have been in that dead place for long enough. You understand? God is ready to bring you out, but you have to want it. You have to desire that thing. You have to say, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to dwell in these dead places anymore. I, there's something better for me. So let's read to the end of the matter. I want you to see what happens here in, chapter, in Mark chapter 5. It says this. Then Jesus demanded, what is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirit begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. Look how much authority Jesus had. The evil spirits had to beg Jesus not to send them. That lets you know it wasn't like a fight. They were begging Jesus, don't send us to some distant place. Distant place. Then it happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the spirits begged. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. Do you see that? Jesus gave them permission. That means he's over everything. There is nothing that is not under his control and under his power. I don't care what it is that you're dealing with. Jesus can give permission. He can send that thing away from you, just like he did this man. And so he gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs. And the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. And that's a word for you today. God's going to drown those things that are possessing you in the water. If you just allow him to, he wants to drown that thing. The thing that's drowning you, God wants to release you from that thing. And he wants to drown that thing forever. Just like when the, when, when the Egyptians were chasing the children of Israel, the Bible says that the children of Israel crossed over safely, but the Egyptians drowned in the Red Sea because they could not follow them. The herdsmen fled to a nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Isn't that amazing? God had done something, a miracle. Jesus had done a miracle for this man. And the people around were afraid because they didn't understand that this, what this Jesus had come to do. But he'd come to set people free. 
And so as you skip down to the next verse, it says, as Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been a demon possessed begged to go with him. But listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, no, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the 10 towns of the region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. This man went from living in burial caves, running around naked, howling, cutting himself, confused, lost, didn't know which way to go, no vision in his life, to going out and evangelizing for Jesus, being in his right state of mind. He was fully clothed. He had been now he's clothed with the love of Jesus. And he, the Bible says that he went to 10 towns in that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. So don't tell me that God can't make you into a new man because he he did something amazing to this man that was that was in a down place, that it was in a bad place, that probably had addictions and all kinds of stuff. Jesus came and spoke a word to him and changed his entire life. And the reason why I'm telling you this today about this man is because he is no respecter of persons. The same thing that he did for this man, he can do for you, my friends. And I just wanted to share that with you today. He is no different today than he was back then. He's still able to transform us from the inside out. He's just waiting for you to surrender your will so he can speak those words to you. Come out of the man. Come out of the man. Jesus is here to bring transformation. All the brothers out there, the men out there who are watching this, I want you to understand that no matter who you are, no matter how far away you've seen, you think that you have fallen from God, I want to tell you today by the word of the Lord that he wants to do a new thing in you. He wants to change you from the inside out. He wants to change your heart. He wants to change your mind, your thinking. He wants to transform everything about you. You might have thought, man, I'm, I'm the, you don't know me. I'm the worst of the worst. It doesn't matter. The ones, that's the ones that, that the Lord is looking for. The Bible says that not many noble is, is uh, you know, are called. You know, there are some noble, but it says not many noble, not many of those that are wise and all that. He doesn't, he's not looking for those. He's looking for somebody who doesn't feel like they're qualified. And he's saying, come and follow me. I have a plan for your life. You're the exact one that he's looking for. That one that was out there doing, that's out there right now doing something that, is, that you know is not pleasing to the Lord. He's looking for you. And he wants you to join his military. He wants you to join his army and become a soldier in his army. He has a work for you. But he's not going to force his way into your life. You see, you have to make the choice. You have to choose to serve the Lord. You have to choose to come to the Lord. And he doesn't want you to try to clean yourself up when you come. That's, that, that doesn't make any sense. 
to try to clean yourself up when you come. You know, you have to, you, you, you come and then he'll, he'll clean you up. He'll do what he needs to do in your life. It takes a little time. It takes time to be holy. But God, if you're just patient, the next thing you know, your life will be different. And you'll look back and say, man, I remember when I was back there, but now I'm here. Just like this man. He was in a dark place. He was in a dead place. But Jesus came and the Bible says he had many demons in him. It says legion because there are many of us in this man. But Jesus didn't care about that. He sent a word and commanded that this man be free. And he's sending a word today and commanding that you be free. And so today, my friends, I would be remorsed, remiss if I didn't offer you this Jesus that transformed my life so many years ago and he's still transforming my life so i want to let i want to i want you to, to, to today to just take the time to just make a choice to allow christ to come into your heart by your own choice not because i'm telling you you need to do it but because you want to do it because you desire change in your life and christ desires to change you to make you into the man or woman that he's called you to be and so right now I want you to just repeat this prayer after me if it's in your heart to do so say Lord God right now I come to you I admit Lord that I'm a sinner and I need to be saved so God come into my heart make me into a new man a new woman mold me into the person that you've called me to be i confess that your son jesus i confess him as lord and as savior i believe that he came to the earth he was crucified on the cross he died and he was raised from the dead and now at this moment I receive him into my heart. Come in, Lord, and change me forever. And I'll serve you forever. In Jesus' name. Well, my friends, if you sincerely prayed that prayer from your heart, then you are a part of the body of Christ. But this is just the beginning. Now you have to get connected with a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where you can grow in the word of the Lord. And if you feel comfortable, you can just, you know, you can always tune in with us on Sundays uh, and on also on Thursdays, Thursdays at 7.30 uh, at kingdomrock.org. Or you can tune in with us on Sundays at kingdomrock.org and, and you can hear the word of the Lord that will transform your life. There are many blessings and many people that speak on this platform, but we have a wonderful pastor, Pastor Mark Shroud, that speaks the word of the Lord and teaches the word of God with clarity and understanding. I promise you your life will be, uh, will be transformed. So if you're ever in this area, in the Bremen, Georgia area, look us up at, look us, look us up. But you can find out more information about the church at kingdomrock.org. So, my friends, I want to thank you for tuning in with us this, uh, today. And we pray that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow in your life. We'll see you next time. I love you. 
Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.